Hi everyone, my name is Jody, and I am your host of the Exploring the Midwest podcast. Um, before we jump into today's podcast, I just want to know what topics would you like to hear about? Are there any subjects in the Midwest that you would like me to explore a little bit more? Please send me your ideas. You can email directly to Jody, J-O-D-Y, at familyrambling.com. That is Jody at familyrambling.com. And when you're done listening, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Android. Your reviews help other people find the podcast. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, take a minute, take a screenshot, and tag me on Instagram at Jody Halstead, and leave just a few kind words. I really appreciate it. Now, let's start exploring the Midwest. Hi everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to the Exploring the Midwest broadcast. Today we are going to enjoy Illinois. Now, unfortunately, Illinois Tourism was unable to join me for this episode, so I recruited three fabulous Illinois travel writers to join me today. Cindy Laddidge is a book author, blogger, and farmer's wife with three grown children and two grandchildren. You can dig into her passion of agricultural history at Traveling Adventures of a Farm Girl. Karthika Gupta is a cultural and travel writer, photographer, and podcaster based in the Chicagoland area, but originally from Bombay, India. Through her content creation skills, she aims to bring cultural narratives to the forefront. She's the founder of Culturally Ours, a platform that explores lifestyle, food, art, travel, and culture from around the world through retreats, narratives, stories, and conversations. And Melissa Schwartz has been writing about hiking, small business, and local art throughout Illinois since 2011 on her blog, A Little Time and a Keyboard. She presents her audience with engaging and enriching local stories and personalities. Melissa also uh, manages social media and outreach for a number of small businesses in Illinois, including Illinois-made Mullins Applesauce and Wild Bird Shack. So ladies, I want to thank you all so much for joining me today and sharing your love of your home state, as well as a few places that people might want to visit when they, um, when they travel, when they vacation. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Delighted to be here. So when most people think of Illinois, their thoughts immediately go to Chicago, and it's a great city, but there is so much more to the state. So if you could share a misconception that you think people might have about your home state or one that you've heard before, what would it be? Cindy, have you heard any misconceptions about Illinois? I would say just that Chicago is the entire state, and there's a lot to do below I-80. I, I think that there's a lot of agricultural sites that people can stop at and a lot of agritourism that um, abounds in the state of Illinois. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, being, from, being from India, I'm sure that you maybe had some misconceptions about the state before you moved. Oh, totally. So I came from, um, I'm from Bombay, a really cosmopolitan city, right? And I came into... Um, Bloomington, Illinois. So it's complete opposite. And it's such a 
it's, for me, it was such a stark difference. And I realized that, yes, Illinois is so much more than Chicago. It's these small cities, smaller communities, smaller towns that are so friendly and welcoming. Um, you just you just can't go wrong. So, yeah, I mean, it is t definitely not just Chicago. And it's not just deep dish pizza either. <laughs> How about you, Melissa? What uh, misconceptions have you maybe heard about the state of Illinois? Uh, yeah, it seems I hear often that it's flat and just full of cornfields. Uh, maybe people know Chicago and Shawnee, but like, you know, Cindy said, we have so much more to offer. And one thing I wanted to highlight actually quickly is Nechusa grasslands because it's in uh, northern Illinois, but it's inland. And when you're talking about flat Illinois, well, they actually have um, rocky rock formations made out of St. Peter sandstone there. And I think it's like kind of really neat that um, just kind of like in the middle of Northern Illinois, we have these rock formations when people mm -hmm. kind of think that we're more flat than we probably are. We have a lot of hilly country. Um, we have a lot of rock gorges and things like that. So um, that's one thing I, I want to bring out. So as we mentioned, when people think about Illinois, Chicago immediately comes to mind. And Karthika, you have um, quite a bit of information to share about not only Chicago, but other cities. Can you tell us a little bit more about the cities people can experience when they visit Illinois? Sure. So um, definitely uh, one thing that comes to mind is Beverly. Beverly actually is above Chicago, but its own little thing in the south side. And it has a lot of um, Irish culture. And as well as it's got some amazing Frank Lloyd uh, right inspired homes. So again, you know, people think about only the city, but you know, if you go down south side, um, there's there's Beverly, and then there's you know University of Chicago campus as well, which has some amazing um, architecture and and just culture. Uh, and of course, my my uh, alma mater, Illinois State University. Uh, so Bloomington Normal too. Um, when I started it over 20 years ago, it was just a university. But now so much has grown around the city. Um, yes, we have the university, but we also have this community. There's, you know, there's there's art, there's there's different restaurants. So it's like a small little town of its own. You kind of uh, all naturally gravitate towards because you want your grocery stores, you want your restaurants, but you just have to kind of flip. Um, maybe a block away from the Indian area and you have the Jewish neighborhood and you have a Russian neighborhood. And it's it's amazing to just kind of walk down the street and you get this, you know, influx of all these cultural nuances that just boggle the mind and you're like intrigued and you want to find out more. And they all have their own flavors of, of food and history and festivals, the, mm -hmm. the small festival for each culture, um, really give you a great kind of a, a taste of, of all the things you can find within those cities. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So now when we're thinking of the cities, obviously the polar opposite of that is the countryside. Mm -hmm. And Cindy, you are our ag girl. Um, <laughs> you are the one, I mean, you, you travel throughout the state finding these terrific agricultural gyms and destinations. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the, the fun things you've found in Illinois when you're, when you're talking about that agricultural region and the farms? Sure, um, everywhere you go, there's a lot of agricultural history. Um, in, in the town of Golden, Illinois is 
is a beautiful um, Danish windmill. There's everywhere you go, you find all kinds of um, agricultural history. A, a lot of the small museums have tons of agricultural history in them. Um, Peru Plow Works in Peru, Illinois. There's so much history to find. And like I said, these small museums are really truly gems. Um, I just was in um, up in Dwight, Illinois this past weekend and they have a windmill that was from an estate there. It was part of the John R. Otten estate and it you can go and just sit outside and see it. Um, in Fulton, Illinois, they have the De Immigrant Museum. Everywhere you can see all of these just amazing agricultural sites. And they have a lot of antique tractor shows and events too during the summer and festivals. So there's, um, there's just a ton of activities and, and things to see and do. So, oh, looks like Cindy might have frozen on us. Um, oh. Cindy, can oh, you I'm tell so us, I know, I know that you had said that you saw something really cool recently in Finley. Yes, I did. I'm sorry. I meant to talk about that. Yes, in Finley, Illinois, we I saw an amazing goat tower. It was just fascinating. The goat tower, um, it was the only one that I know of in the U.S. Um, these goats are mountain goats, and they actually can travel up there up the side of the tower and you can go and visit this site. Um, this couple had seen it um, in another country in South Africa. They had viewed this at a winery and decided that they wanted to build this in their own backyard. And I was able last year to go and see this. And it's just amazing to see these goats perched, you know, different places up on this tower. So that was just quite quite a scene unlike anything you would expect in the countryside in Illinois. And, you know, with agricultural tourism, I think one of my favorite things in the Midwest is a really beautiful barn. I mean, there's just something about oh, yes. a stunning barn past yes. the green field. And I know that there is, um, is it Kiwani has? Yes, and Kiwani is Ryan's Round Barn. Um, it is out in the middle of, um, it is in the middle of a, the Sock Trail, and it is probably the most beautiful architectural um, place I've ever been. You go in and you can just look up and see the amazing, um, it was a German architect that built it for um, the gentleman that wanted this barn. He had to have it specially built for his show cattle, and mm. it's it's perfectly round. It's not a hexagon. It's it's perfectly round, and it's um, it's an architectural treasure. And the story behind it is quite amazing as well. There's also another round barn that can be viewed outside of Quincy. If you go to the flea market in Adams County, you can see that round barn as well. Round barns are so unique, and you just don't see very many really of them are. in the Midwest. No, you certainly do not. Now, one of the things that really does spring up when you have an agricultural community is small towns. And those small towns, Karthika, have a lot to recommend them. You shouldn't just drive by them. No, absolutely not. And, you know, um, like I'd mentioned earlier, my introduction to Illinois came in the form of a small town. Um, I remember when I was in Bloomington Normal, we would have um, they would they, the, the, some of the churches in the communities would kind of put together like a um, like a free for all picnic. 
and everybody in the community would just bring food, whatever they could, and you know, kind of share it with students, with the people. Um, and it was a great way as a as a immigrant, as a foreigner. It was a great way for me to kind of get ingrained in the community. And I made a ton of friends, people who helped me throughout my you know two years at at Illinois State. And even uh, even beyond that, when you come in and you know, come into a city like Chicago and live in the you know suburbs of Chicago, there are communities that are just so welcoming. There's just something very special about people stopping and just you know kind of stopping you on the road and saying hi, how are you doing? How's it going? And you're like, I don't know you. <laughs> Why are you being so friendly to me? But then you realize that that's that's the Midwest charm. You know, people do take the time to kind of want to get to know who you are, where you're from, how you're doing, um, just because they wanna they wanna be friendly, right? So definitely, I think um, cities have this perception that everybody is so busy, and you know, people just don't have the time. But when you come into these smaller towns, people actually have the time, and they have the inclination to kind of want to be friends. That that slower pace and that Midwest hospitality really comes out in the small towns for sure. Absolutely, people inviting you for a piece of a slice of pie, <laughs> as, as cliche as it sounds, but it's it's true. Exactly. Now, so we we've, we've kind of discussed the two big things that I I think people think of when they think of Illinois, and that's the cities and the the rural agriculture. But Illinois actually has quite a bit to recommend it for outdoor recreation. And Melissa, you do a lot of that. Can you tell us maybe some places to keep on our radar as far as outdoor activities and recreation go? Yeah, I can. Actually, um, one of my favorites right now is Severson Dells in Rockford. And usually when you hear Dells, you think more Wisconsin Dells or you think Mathiasen, which is a fabulous state park. But I like Severson Dells because it's a little bit, probably a little bit lesser known. And it has an absolutely fantastic um, Dolomite cliff area, which is a rare environment and very fragile. And you'll have some like um, you'll have ferns and moss growing in these little crevices, and it's just really an incredible, unique experience um, to witness. I also like Kankakee River State Park that's in Bourbonnais, and it actually has a little waterfall going through Rock Creek, which is really pretty. And then once again, you have layered rock, um, kind of creating a gorge around the creek, and then layered rock for the waterfall. So that that's one of my favorites. Um, another one I would look at is Pear Marquette State Park and that's in Grafton. And that's actually where bald eagles winter. Now we've been lucky because um, with the rivers not always freezing all the way, the bald eagles actually are staying in Northern Illinois now when in the past they did not, but they still also winter um, in the Grafton area. So that's kind of where you wanna go if you wanna see some of them in the winter. Um, as well as the Quad Cities, that's another place to see bald eagles along the Mississippi there in the winter. But, um, you know, we're seeing more in this area now as well because the rivers aren't freezing the way they used to. And so they're able to fish. So um, in Quad Cities, I like the Black Hawk Historic Site. And that's along the Rock River. And it has a really nice rock cliff um, area along the river that you can kind of like hike around. Um, I kind of like that. It's also got a, a nice museum there to check out as well. Um, so those are some of the places I would like to highlight. Um, and I think um, I think Cindy was going to talk about Shawnee too. Yeah, yeah. Cindy, you had some place to add to outdoor recreation. I I just really always enjoy the um, 
the Garden of the Gods in the Shawnee National Forest. I just think it's one of the most beautiful and unique places I've ever been. And um, one of the events, I just think it's a great place to go. It's just so lovely. So tell us a little bit about what Garden of the Gods is. I think it's something that a lot of people maybe have heard referenced, but they don't know why it's called that. Can you tell us a little bit? It's just, uh, well, I know that there's an area of of the the rocks and just the formations, just just because it's it's like a garden where the gods would live. It's just part of the, there's the devil's kitchen area and um, the the rocks formation like like the camel. And one of the things I like about it being um, not quite as um, young as some of the other hikers and outdoor people too is um, it's got easy access. So it's an area that um, me not being a, a true hiker that I can go to and and see and not feel like I have to be in tip top shape to be able to get to. It's just, it's got it all. It's got the the water, it's got the, the view, it's got the rocks. Um, it's, it's like being in Kentucky and um, Missouri and Tennessee without leaving the state. So it's, and being a central Illinois farm wife, I do see the beauty of the, of the corn and the wheat and the, and the soybeans and the flatland. So I love the fact of being able to go, go south or north and see a little bit of different topography. You know, when you think about those places that are maybe a little more rocky, have a lot of, of uh, it's almost like a natural kind of art. But Illinois has a really great art scene as well. And Melissa. And we've lost her. Oh, am I back? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, um throughout the whole state you can enjoy the local arts and I always encourage that because I feel like the local arts really capture the heart of the community. Uh, you can find elements of nature, you can find elements of the history and the culture of the area through these local artists. So I always encourage that when you travel to experience the local arts of the area. Um, in Alton there's the Jacoby Art Center which has art exhibits from local artists as well as they also have performing arts events so that's one place to check out and also they have a shop and these art centers are great for finding a locally made souvenir because they have local art in these shops so that's usually where i will gravitate towards when i'm looking for a locally made souvenir also in alton there's mississippi mud pottery um, that is a local potter and they make, you know, dishes, cups, uh, vessels. So um, that's another place to check out local arts in Alton. Um, also, Galena has a huge thriving art scene as well, where you're going to see a lot of art galleries, uh, photographers, painters, metal workers. And also, there's an interesting sculpture park there called West End Sculpture Park that I really like. And the artist basically is using um, reclaimed pieces of metal to make these large scale sculptures. So it's a real fascinating outdoor sculpture experience while you're in Galena. Rockford has some new murals that would just went up in 2019 and I did check those out. They're, they're really nice. And, and recently 
they have a sculpture they added that's a um an ode to the women's suffrage movement in honor of the right to vote so um that's something to check out for in rockford um you know evanston has a great art scene as well and here evanston made does a lot of different events and recently they actually did a february long event inviting the community to create art um, to be put outside but they also gave um, ideas and prompts to help you so that's it's kind of interesting when you can become part of one of those events when you travel somewhere so i would recommend getting in touch with the different local art guilds um, if that's something that's of your interest because they might have ideas on um, how you can be part of the arts and be part of that place that you liked so much that you just visited they also in Evanston, they also have a outdoor art gallery by artist uh, Teresa Parad, and she painted murals on garage doors and it's really kind of neat it's like alleys of outdoor art <laughs> on these garage doors so it's kind of a neat experience um Naperville Naperville has the century walk which has sculptures mosaics um murals and tons of art in uh, Naperville uh, Bloomington Normal also has art and and um, to check out Effingham has like about 29 different sculptures to check out. So we have art all over Illinois. And Cindy, you have a favorite road trip that you like for um, an art experience. Yeah, I kind of came on this just when I had went. I was coming home from Indiana and happened to see um, at a rest stop a sign for murals in Marshall. And Marshall, Illinois happens to have several different murals. And they also had a museum for um, the Lincoln Highway. And I was very taken with it and thought it was quite fascinating. Speaking of the Lincoln Highway, I don't think, I don't think you can talk about Illinois without mentioning Abraham Lincoln. And Melissa, I know that you had said the Lincoln-Douglas debate sites are fun. Can you talk to us a little bit about this? Because, I, you know, I think everybody probably heard about the Lincoln-Douglas debates when they were in high school, but they don't really stop to think that it's in the Midwest and there are multiple sites. Yeah, I think they're kind of fun um, to discover and check out when you're in the area. I think it's something that's really unique to Illinois. Um, the debates happened in 1858 between uh, Stephen Douglas and Abraham Lincoln. Uh, these were debates for the U.S. Senate, which ultimately Douglas would win, but it really gave Lincoln national prominence and he took a stronger stance against slavery during these debates. So that kind of cemented their importance in history. And there's seven different sites across Illinois and each site has some kind of memorial to it. A lot of them have sculptures of Stephen and, uh, or Douglas and Lincoln, um, you know, actually debating. Um, and then some of them have more like, uh, more like plaques, also, but uh, more like I guess they're more like freezes um, of of the debates as well, and I find them kind of fascinating to to look at. It's almost like a collection <laughs> to try to go to each of these spots and see it. One of my favorites is Alton, actually. It's right down near the Mississippi River, so it's like a really beautiful spot. And um, I used to live in Alton, actually, in that area for about five years. And every time I drove past it, I remember being impressed. Um, just seeing these figures here. But recently I went to Freeport and I checked out the one in Freeport and I thought they did a really good job of having plaques, not only talking about the debates, but also the artists 
that worked on the sculptures and how they were able to put these sculptures into um, that town. And it's right next to an ice cream shop <laughs> called Union Dairy. <laughs> that is an old school ice cream shop and it has food and stuff too, but um, that kind of like sweetens the deal, you know? So it's kind of fun to, a fun adventure to learn about Douglas and Lincoln, but then also then you have this tree on the end. And I make a lot of road trips kind of like this where I find a few little spots like this that are together and uh, it makes for a little adventure. <laughs> so speaking of trips and treats and things like that, we haven't even touched on food. Now, obviously there are a couple of things that immediately come to my mind and that's a great Chicago dog and that delicious, cheesy, thick, deep dish pizza. But that's not all Illinois has to offer. Karthika, can you tell us maybe something that people want to, um, you know, search out? Search out. Yeah, so yeah, so we talked about this earlier where we talked about culture and, you know, all the different ethnicities and communities that make Chicago and the area around Chicago home. Uh, one of my favorite cuisines is Ethiopian cuisine. I guess maybe because it's very similar to Indian cuisine, just the flavors and, and the smells and the colors. So uh, I didn't realize this before, but Chicago has a pretty big uh, Ethiopian community. And so there are about three or four restaurants just a little outside of um, the heart of the city. Uh, you have to go to check out um, this, this cuisine. It's just amazing. And of course, you know, spice can be altered. Uh, to your uh, your kind of taste, but uh, definitely an experience for sure. Now, Cindy, being an Illinois girl and a farm girl, I'm sure that you have something in mind when you say the one thing that you have to eat in Illinois. What would it be? Well, Springfield, Illinois is famous for cozy dogs. So that that is one thing. One cozy dog. Same thing as a prano pup or a hot dog on a stick. Okay. Um, come to Illinois, you, you really need to stop, stop at the cozy dog. It is on a route 66 favorite. Um, that's, that's kind of a thing that you have to do if you, if you're in the land of Lincoln. Gosh, and route 66, we didn't even touch on that. Melissa, how about you? What would you say people need to be sure to try and taste when they visit Illinois? You know, I'm going to give a shout out to, uh, I have my book here, Lago Marchinos <laughs> in uh, Moline. I'm going to give a shout out to because that's a huge part of um, Illinois history. They've been there since uh, 1908, um, immigrants that came to the Midwest. And um, the actual, they have an old school soda fountain. And the hot fudge recipe that they use is the recipe they started using in 1918. <laughs> So I like that, yeah, I like that slice of history and that that recipe is still being used today. And it's delicious, by the way. But they have other things. They, you know, they have lunch there. They also have, um, you know, you know, handmade chocolates there. So, oh, and fruit too, which is kind of interesting. And toasted nuts. I mean, it's, it's a treasure. So <laughs> I recommend a visit. But, um, yeah, I like the hot fudge sundaes there. So that, that's it's definitely something I would recommend. And I'm also going to divulge what I'm eating next week on my trip. <laughs> I'm going to go to Avanti's in Peoria to have the pizza bread. <laughs> so I went to college in Peoria and um, we, we always loaded up on the Avanti's pizza bread because it was affordable, but the bread at Avanti's is delicious. And so um, we go there every time we're in Peoria, we go and we have an Avanti's pizza bread. <laughs> oh, can I add one more? 
Can I add one more thing? Um, yes, ma'am. Uh, Melissa talked about um, being around for a while. So in Beverly, they have, I forget the name of the, uh, of the place, but it's the original um, rainbow cone that is very famous in Chicago. And I think they've been around for like 60 years as well. Um, so definitely something to check out if, for those who have the sweet tooth. <laughs> and where is that again? <laughs> it's in Beverly. So again, it's a, the suburb of Chicago, but you know, it's kind of southern, I guess, southern neighborhood in Chicago. So we have touched on so, so much, and I know there's so much more we could talk about, but if somebody is planning to visit Illinois in 2021, what is the one thing you would recommend that they add to their itinerary? Cindy, I know you have something pretty specific to add. I do, and I wanted to add too that um, if you are in Springfield too, you also should have um, a pony shoe. You should do that as well. Um, the, the I don't even I, know what that is. Or ham with with um, French fries and then cheese sauce over it. And Darcy's Pint is my favorite place to go. It's and a pony is half. A horseshoe is a much bigger and it's awesome. <laughs> Had to add that in. No, the event that if you like. Um, seeing old farm machinery actually at work in the field. Um, every two years, they have an event um, in Rantoul, Illinois, at the former Chanute Air Force Base, and it's called the Half Century of Progress, and it's going on the third weekend in, in August, and it's unlike anything that you will ever see before. It's right before the Farm Progress Show, and it's an opportunity to see um, what farming was like um, from it's like 50 years prior. So it would have been like in 1951, what farming is like. So it's a real opportunity to see, see old machinery. They have it um, just on display and then they also have it working and you want to, might want to rent a golf cart if you're going to come because it's a huge, huge grounds, but it's just, if you like to see the way farming was, this is a real opportunity to do it. Hopefully, right now, the plans are that it's going to take place. Of course, with COVID, um, things can change. Always, but it, yep. always check the, the website. Always check the website. Karthika, what do you think people should add to their Illinois itinerary this year? So this is something that I haven't personally been, but I'm kind of just waiting for the weather to clear up and things to open up. But there is this adventure park in Lock, Lockport, Illinois. Um, I think it's called Legacy Adventure Park. It's basically about 60 plus acres. Um, they have uh, the paintball um, things you can try. They have an obstacle course. They have zip lining. So if anybody thought, you know, sh 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 Illinois and, and the Chicago area didn't have adventure, then this is it. It's, uh, it's 60 plus acres. So you can spend a good couple of days here. Great place for a family for sure. For sure, yeah. And Melissa, I know that you have a pretty special place that you think people should visit. Yes, I would say to visit Cahokia Mound State Historic Site. Um, that's actually a UNESCO World Heritage Site. It is the largest Mississippian um, settlement north of Mexico. So uh, the Mississippians are, are also known as the mound builders. And there's over 100 mounds that are there. And there's just an amazing amount of mounds that are still intact there. So I think that's a really great place to check out. Their interpretive center is absolutely amazing. It has interactive multimedia exhibits as well as artifacts that they have found. 
locally. So it's entirely fascinating. Once again, though, with COVID, you need to make sure of um, arrangements you need to make. I think you have to reserve a time slot to go into that uh, interpretive center, but definitely I wouldn't skip it. Also, Monk's Mound is, is the tall, prominent mound there. And you might actually see people running up at, up and down the stairs because that's the one mound you can't climb any of the other mounts. That's the one mound you can climb. And so you might see people exercising up and down. But I recommend going up on that mound because it has a great view of St. Louis from on top of that mound which is kind of like a little hidden thing. And also, uh, I also recommend birding, I, interestingly, <laughs> in the area. Um, also, there's hiking trails. And then you're not gonna be too far from the world's largest ketchup bottle. So I would recommend <laughs> checking that one out. That's in Collinsville, <laughs> Illinois. So <laughs> you have to check it out when you're in the area, so. <laughs> Definitely. Well, Ladies, I can't thank you enough for sharing your Illinois knowledge. There's obviously so much to do in Illinois, so much that we couldn't even touch on. Like I said, we didn't we didn't talk about Route 66 at all. We didn't even mention my favorite place, which is um, Allerton in Monticello, which is a beautiful estate, um, like an English estate, and they have these great gardens and public art, and it's free to visit. Um, gosh the the champagne area and so there's so so much to do and you can grab an illinois travel guide at enjoyillinois.com where you can find out so much more you can get it digitally or in print and plan your own way to enjoy illinois ladies again thank you so much for all your knowledge thank you for having us for having us thank you for everybody for sharing too i've learned some things from everyone <laughs> me too